0: as we start this topic, one, the first thing we have to ask is, what is love? Okay, so I want you to just think about that for a second, right? And, um, and, and, and I want you to think about, like, how, like, if, if, if I was on campus, in fact, this would be a really fun thing to do, Ryan, we should do this, is walk around and just ask students, hey, what does love mean? Like, what does that mean? Like I feel like that would be a really fun thing. We totally should do this, okay? Um, and and we'll t- you know. But like, what does it mean? And I want you guys to think about it. Don't just like go with it. Uh, like wh- what? Like what does it really mean? What do people say that it means? And what what does it look like? What does love look like? Um, and so we have to kind of ask how. How do we define love? How does Essentially, the culture we live in define love. And then, you know, because we're here and this is a ministry uh, and, and, and we're going to talk out of the Bible, we got to ask, what does the Bible say about love? How does the Bible define love? And I think this is really, really important for us because there's a lot of misconceptions out there. And, and love has become this like just one size fits all thing, right? I mean, it's, it's such a broad topic. We just throw everything in that bucket, don't we? We say, I love you. It doesn't even mean, uh, like, like, it doesn't have the significance for a lot of us that, that it used to. You walk into a, a bookstore and you try and look for the love or relationship section. And how big is that section? It's the biggest section, right? It's huge. And, and so there's a lot of thoughts. There's a lot of opinions. Um, and everybody talks about it, um, but they're all kind of saying the same thing right? And so, the, the, so I think we all kind of have this understanding of what, you know, what it means to us in my culture, right? And, and I feel like if there was just like this generic thing of what is love, um, I, I, I would honestly venture to say that people would say, oh, it's the next step after liking them, right? Like, well, I don't like them anymore, so I must love them. We don't even have a, we don't even know, we don't even have like a specific label for it or definition. We just know that I'm more than like them now, so I must love them, right? Um, or for some of us, it's just like a physical thing, right? And it's not even I love them. It's more I just lust them, right? And I don't know how else to describe it. I want them. And so I must love them, right? But what is the, how does the Bible define love? Well, let me, let me, let me tell you how the Bible defines love. Um, and, and there's some verses. Uh, the first one is 1 John 4, 8. And if you don't get the verse down, you can just write it. Or whatever, and or you can re-listen the podcast. But First John four eight, it says anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. Okay, so so the Bible first of all tells us: Listen, you want to know what love is? God is love. So so God is so anything that I'm going to say is love, it has to have what His nature, right? That's what the Bible's telling us, okay? Uh, and then we, we continue on this love theme, this love definition in Scripture. In John 15, 13, it says, Greater love has no one than this. When it says something like that, what should you do? You go, what? It says that someone lay down his life for his friends. And then in 1 John 3, 16, it, 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 it says, By this we know love, that he, Jesus, laid down his life for for us and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers okay so so what what do we see here well the first thing was very clear right if it's love it's got to have the very nature the quality and the characteristics of God okay so 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 love cannot contradict who God is okay that, that's the first thing the Bible is going to affirm but the second thing that we say or that we see, is how did Jesus demonstrate love, biblical love? How did he demonstrate it? What did it say? Wow, you guys are awesome. Once again, so glad I'm here tonight. Um, you guys, he sacrificed, right? When you look at biblical love, the definition of biblical love, biblical love is sacrificial. It is always sacrificial. Okay, so love always aligns, if it's true love, it aligns with the nature of God. And then second, it is always sacrificial. It, it's making, from a biblical perspective, love is always making someone else the point. It's not you. Okay? It's selfless, it's not selfish. Okay? And and and, and so that's I, I think that's what's really, really important for us to understand because when I think of love in in our culture most of the time when people say i i love them oftentimes what i hear is i want them and when i look at the biblical term and and how it's used biblically i i I see a totally different script right i i actually see this posture of it's not even about what i can get It's how I can actually sacrificially serve and elevate that person and I can want what's best for that person if it includes me or not. Right? It's it's like totally different. So the cultural standpoint is how do I get that? I want that. The second is a biblical perspective of, man... That is a human being created in the image of God. He loves them deeply. How do I help them be all that he's designed them to be? And if I'm involved in that, honestly, fantastic. If not, that's okay. Right? That's okay. Because it's not, I'm not the point. I'm not the focus of biblical love, right? So uh, that's kind of this, this, this broad love this is where we're coming from. This is that angle. And, and, and you have to start with that if we're going to talk about loving someone else, right? We've got to know where we're coming from. Because it is. It's either going to come from those two lenses. It's either going to be, I love them because I want them, because of what they can do for me, because of how they can fix my loneliness, they can fix my insecurities, um, all, they can fix my faith, all of these things, right? Or second... Uh, We ask the question and go, no, I love them because of God. And I love them because for whatever reason, I I feel like God's calling me to honestly serve them, to, to cheer them on. That's a totally different posture, isn't it? This is how do I get them? This is how do I actually lift them up higher? That is how do I pull them into my circle? Okay, two very different approaches, and yet culture saying this is love. Like this is what love is, okay? So you need to know I'm approaching it from this perspective. And and if we're gonna talk about pursuing someone in order to love them, where does it start? Starts in dating, okay? So when it comes to dating, we've got to ask ourselves a series of questions. And guys, I'm just gonna be honest with you. Man, this is this is a topic I have a hard time like not talking for a long time. Okay? it gets boring, it gets boring. I'm sorry. But this is so, such an important topic. So when it comes to dating, you got to ask a series of questions. And the first is this. And if you've, heard my, uh, if you've heard these things before, you need to hear them again. I need to hear it again every time I do this series. Every time. Because the same principles for dating are the same principles for marriage. Okay? Uh, when you look at them. Um, but the first is this. You have to be honest with where you're at. Okay? So when you think about dating someone else, loving someone else, I first have to look in the mirror. I know that's tough because you, you just want to look at them or look for them. But the very first thing I have to do is I have to ask myself, and, and you have to have great self awareness with this, and maybe you need to pull some people in, uh, not some people that just agree with you, but some real people uh, that will challenge you, that know you. Uh, but ask, where am I really at? Am I ready? Okay, that's a question nobody wants to ask, right? Who wants to ask, am I really ready? No, we all want to really believe that we're ready, but we have to ask that question. And and part of asking that question is to help us identify things that are affecting us that maybe we don't even realize it. And it may be things from our past, right? It could be baggage. It could be past hurts. It could be literally you don't even know who you are. I want you to think about that. Some of us have crazy identity issues right now, and we're looking to date someone. How can you do that to them, knowing that you're going to go into it, they're going to think you're this, and you don't even know if you are. Right? Yeah. Some of you are laughing. You're like, I totally did that to somebody. Like, no. Like, how do you do that? Like, you don't even know who you are, and you're like, I love you so much. You're perfect. You complete me, and all this. And you go into this relationship, and you're dating, and all of a sudden, you're like, man, I'm not, this isn't one, I wasn't like this at all, Like you know? And they're just devastated, right? Just because of that simple question, you never asked it. Like, where am I at? Do I have baggage? Are there past hurts? Are there trauma that I haven't talked about? Now, I want to be clear. You're never going to be perfect. You're never going to be at this place where you're just like, I'm so fully ready to fully give myself. Like, you don't hit that place, right? It's like, uh, the joke is, like, after you get married, like, like, I just don't think I'm ready to have kids. Like, I don't think I'm ready. And it's like, you will never be ready. Trust me. Like, you'll never be ready. And every... Every kid that you potentially have, you'll never go, oh, this is so easy. You'll every time go, I don't think I can do it. Like, you're never ready, okay? So so there's never a moment of like, okay, and some people are like this. I want to just be dialed in perfectly, then I'll be ready. You'll never be dialed in perfectly. What I want to talk to you, though, about is awareness. You need to have an awareness of these things, and you need to be actively working on them if you're going to go into a relationship. That's pursuing love. I mean, we're talking about the deepest relationship that you're going to have on this planet outside of relationship with God. This is huge. And so, if you haven't identified these things in you, I, I've shared before when I've done this series. Um, the first girl I ever fell in love with wasn't my wife; it was another girl. We weren't married. That sounded really bad. Um, <laughs> we married for like five years. Then all of a sudden, no. Nah. Um, oh my gosh, she's a pastor. How? You know, uh, they didn't do a background check. Anyway, so, but. So when I was a lot younger, um, way before I knew who my wife was and all that, um, and was walking with Jesus, I was with this girl, and I would say I was in love with her, totally. Told her that, everything. In love with her, and, uh, and then she ended up cheating on me. Devastated, heartbroken, all the, like, tears. I'd never, like, cried over anything in my life, and there I am just, like, bawling and and didn't like didn't even know like why am i crying and what's happening i'm hurting and i don't know why you know and and my mom's like what's wrong what are you doing in there it's the bathroom cuz i didn't want to do it publicly you know and and i'm like nothing mom nothing you know and i turn on the shower right so she's like you know and and then yeah anyway so It hurt right and so and so then I and then I'm like all right all right and then she was like no let's get back together I didn't mean it and all this and of course me I'm like oh yeah you didn't mean it yeah you're right you do love me you know and so I'm like okay let's do this again stupid and 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 so we get back together right and then guess what happens lo and behold shockingly she cheated on me again right (laughs) We were in different towns, and that happens. And uh, anyway, and so that happened. And, and what happened from there, you guys, is I said, I will never go to that place again. Never. And so, to me, then, everything about a relationship shifted in what it was, the purpose, and everything was about me from that point on. And it was about me, it was for me. And, and 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 honestly, any time that it got close, I just broke up. I broke up with them. Any time it was gonna get like I felt like, oh, this is getting serious. I would just end it because I didn't want to go there. And, and and guys, that was literally something that I had never thought about. I had never said oh, you're totally just reproducing this, this, this damage from that relationship, that trauma from that, like the hurt, the wounds that you've, you haven't dealt with, and you're just reproducing that hurt now, right? You're not dealing with it. You're not even seeing it. And I never saw it until later on, and, and then I was like, I, I, I like uh, made a decision to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior, and then I start dating my wife, and then I start seeing things in me where I'm reacting in different ways, and she literally was like, what is wrong with you? You know, which you never want the girl you're in love with to ask you, right? That's just never... Things don't seem to end out well, like when they ask you that one, (laughs) like, you know, like, like what is wrong with you? And, and I remember as soon as she asked that, I'm like, this is over, (laughs) like done, you know, like goodbye, you know? And, and I, I started unpacking what is wrong with me. Why am I afraid that every time you're gone, every time you're at a wedding that you're, I'm just assuming you're cheating on me. Where is this? Why? There's nothing about you that would make me think that. Nothing. You haven't earned that title. And yet, I'm reproducing that. Why? I had not dealt with that, with that hurt, with that pain, with all those things in there. I hadn't dealt with it. And so, uh, that's an area, guys. And and some of you have these trust issues, past hurts, wounds, baggage. Maybe it's even from something you've seen with your parents and all that. And you're scared to death to reproduce that. Or it continues to manifest itself in relationships. Guys, once again, you're not going to be perfect, but you need to be aware of what is going on. And you need to be dealing with it in a healthy way if you're going to go into a relationship for the purpose of love. Okay, so you have to do that. I had to figure out where I was at with God. If God's a part of your life, where are you at with God? Do you even know? Is he enough for you, right? Do you, identity. Is there something in you that, that, that's like, I feel like I'm, 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 I'm not living out how, you know, God's word says and that, and I'm feeling this conflict and, 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 and all of those things. Um, and, and guys, I just tell you, like, some of you need to deal with this, and, and you're, maybe you're not dating someone, and you're like, I want to, or whatever, but you need to deal with this. Like, you need to deal with this. It doesn't go away. Some of you need to deal with some of these things from the past that have a very real part of your life right now and they will continue to hurt you. Some of you there's things right now in your life and you've just allowed them to stay there. And what you need to know as well is is there's certain things like this is this is, I mean I had this conversation gosh like I don't know it was like a month and a half ago. Um I was having this conversation with someone and and they, they, were, they, man, they were like, I want to be in a relationship. Man, I want to be in a relationship. And, and I look at them, and I go, I go why would someone want to be in a relationship with you? I know, if I ever ask you that, it's not good. Like, we're not going in a positive direction, okay? Right? But, but I, I asked them that. I said, why would they? But I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm being dead serious. You're like, why is this not happening? So I'm asking. Let's ask. Why is it not happening? Like, why? I don't know. <laughs> well, let's think about it. It's not happening. Why is it not happening? And one of the things that I told him, I said, listen, you need to know right now. And this is a person um, that, uh, that, that I had been like, oh, my goodness. I, I, I had been like just challenging in, in different areas uh, of their life. And, and, and I go, do you know that you just put off this vibe of I'm miserable? I said, do you know that? Like, do you know that? Like, like literally, you are always putting off this vibe of my life is awful. I go, so I'm just, I'm just telling you, that's kind of this vibe. Who's looking for that? Like, who? Like, who? Who is like, oh, my goodness, there it is. Like, I totally want to be miserable together. Like, nobody. Like, nobody. You know, like, nobody. We're looking, if you're single, you're looking for what? Someone that's going to lift you up, right? Not that they're perfect. Not that they don't have bad days or all those things or, or deal with different mental... Ch- not, not that. But, like, you've got to ask, like... Overall, like sometimes there's something that we're, that we're putting out there in our lives, and it's literally you're, you're putting something out there that, that, that is like, and, and maybe you just need to be aware of this. It is something that one, does not reflect who you created and designed to be. But second, it is something that no one else is going to say, I want that in my life. Okay, so so if 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 you're projecting something, if you're a dishonest person, like I'm gonna tell you right now, that's the quickest way to not get in a relationship. If you're gonna be dishonest, nobody is looking for that characteristic in a relationship, right? Oh, they're dishonest, fantastic. Like let's go to those deep, dark places in my heart and just open it up, you know? Like, nobody wants that, right? But there's some of us that think we can play that game. There's some of us that think we can be uh, all these different things. And there's some of us that go, oh, if I'm just with someone, then I won't act miserable all the time. You're never going to get there. Like So, so you got to identify some of these things in your life that, guys, there's some things that are, are, are things that you're going to reproduce, but there's other things that have just been there in your life, and you just haven't even noticed it, you haven't cared, and, and literally it's like you're, you're like you're putting yourself in a much t- more difficult position than you would if you were just operating out of this place and this posture of, man, I am uniquely created in the image of God. And I got some challenges. You don't have to hide from those challenges, but you got to ask, like, if, if, if what's true about me in Scripture is true, what in the world are people seeing and experiencing? Right? You have to ask that. Once again, you'll never be perfect. You're never going to solve all your issues, but we have to have an awareness. And I would say this, too, with this piece. Don't let people guilt you into dating. If you're not ready, you're not ready. Okay? Don't let people ever guilt you into dating. Make the stuff that you need to figure out in your own life, in your own heart, make that a priority. Please, I plead with you. People are like, oh, my time has passed, it's not gonna work, all of that. Guys, I'm telling you right now, like, man, I, I thought it wasn't gonna happen and, and then I met my wife, nine months later we were married. <laughs> there you go. And, 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 like, I'm not even the record holder. So, like, you know, I don't even have the title. But I'm just saying, and some of you are taking that the wrong way, and I know we need to edit that out of the podcast. Because some of you are literally like, oh, my gosh, it's going to happen, like, tomorrow. And then there you are, and our eyes met at college group, and we're going to be married in nine months, right? Like, no. I, that's why I tried not to say that. That was a mistake. We'll edit it, okay? But what I'm saying is stop freaking out stop freaking out you have no reason to freak out god's timing when you look at history is perfect it's perfect so if you're not with someone it's perfect Ooh, that hurts right for some of you right it's perfect his time is perfect so you gotta if i am single right now right now it is perfect for me to be single right now if i am with someone his will is perfect what's going on there Right? Maybe he's saying something, revealing something, whatever it may be, but do not let people guilt you, okay? In Psalm 37, 4, he says this: delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. He knows what's in your heart. Okay? Here's the challenge you that you have to come to this realization to. You don't even know what the desires of your heart are. My heart's all over the place, right? Uh, you know, uh, Sunday, I shared how, like, we're in Eugene. That was never a desire of my heart. I'm in Eugene. God knew where I needed to be. He knew what the fulfillment needed to be. I'm with my wife. Like, I, you know, like, I, I met my wife way later in the game. Like, like then normal, what normal happens, right? And so, but man, there it is. She is the desires of my heart. God knew that. Okay, so he, he knows that. He can fulfill that. Okay, so that's really important. The next question is this. What are your intentions? Okay, I feel feel like I sound like a parent. I am a parent, so whatever. (laughs) What are what are your intentions? Right? Like, what are your intentions? Okay. What do you want out of this? And and I want you to not give me the cookie cutter answer. I want you to actually ask that question. What do you want out of this? If you're going to pursue someone, if you're going to start dating someone, what do you want? That notebook scene, what do you want, right? Like, what do you want, you know? And she's a mess, and I you know, and all that, and it turns out good for Ryan Gosling. So we're all, yeah. Um, but the other guy, oh. okay, so, but he was rich. So what do you want out of this? What do you want? In 1 Corinthians 10, 31, it says this, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. What does that mean? That means anything that I'm gonna do, anything, Including dating, I if I'm a Jesus follower, I should ask, "How do I glorify God in this?" So, so that should be my purpose. It, it once again, if I'm a Jesus follower, my purpose in everything I do should be to ask, "How do I glorify God in this?" So, when we think about what's my intention, okay, uh, my intention cannot be, "Well, I just want to get." Her Or I just want to get him. No, I want to glorify God in this. If I'm going to start like going out on dates with this person, what's my goal? My goal should be I want to glorify God in this. When I'm having conversations, and we're talking about things, and deep things, and that, and it's going deeper, and I'm getting more vulnerable, I'm sharing things I haven't shared before, I want to glorify God. When I talk about protecting the person, that now we're talking, we're having these conversations together, I should want to glorify God by how I handle that information. So everything now is glorified god but you have to ask like when you think about what is motivating you okay and, and you need to know this and you need to ask this if anyone's dating you right now you should stop you should ask them. if you're thinking about it you should stop you should ask them. but are, are you looking for marriage like are you looking for marriage like you should ask that you're not middle schoolers you're not even high schoolers right you're you're at the age But some of you are married, literally. Some of you are getting married, okay? Like, so you're there. It's not like, oh, I I need a sense of urgency. You should have it. Like, you should be asking, am I looking for marriage? You should know that. And you should be able to tell someone that. You need to be honest. If you're not looking for marriage, you owe it to them to tell them that. No, I'm not looking to be married. Great. Okay, so now we know where we're at. Are you just looking to have some fun? Right? Are you just lonely? I need some companionship. Do you want to be that for me? But you should tell them that. Am I just lonely, looking for someone to fill this void? Am I just looking for a rebound? Right? Am I just looking for a rebound? And so in order to identify where someone's at, where you're at in this relationship, where you want it to go, you must have what we call a DTR. What is a DTR? DTR is we need to define the relationship. We need to define the relationship. Okay? Now, what's crazy is how most people run from that conversation. And I'm like, you should be running towards that conversation. Why in the world are you running away from that? Well, I don't know what they're gonna do. Don't you wanna know? Like, like you just wanna be in this relationship for years and go, oh, I think they want to marry me. I think we're are you kidding? What a waste of time. Oh, like are you kidding you're 3 years in and you're like well I don't know i think we're doing this like what do you do and what do you talk about like seriously you're giving all this time to someone you need to define the relationship okay so so if you've already started dating tonight have the conversation if you haven't started Define the relationship before you start. Define who we are. What are we? Where where are we going? What are our goals? What are what are our desires with this? And so when you, because guys, when you don't establish this and you don't communicate, it leads to, and I promise you, it will lead to this, misunderstandings and hurt feelings. That's what will happen. I guarantee it. It's not like if, it will happen. Okay? Next, uh, what direction do you want to go in Relation to your relationship with Jesus. You've got to ask that question. Okay, we're here. We're part of a ministry, Christian ministry. You've got to ask that question. What does that mean to you? What direction are you pursuing? Like, like, are you, are you pursuing Jesus? Is Jesus just a buffet item on the side? That's a part of your life. Or are you actually pursuing uh, him? And do you care if the other person is or isn't? Right? Do you even care? Or is that a priority? Now, if you are a, a Jesus follower, you just need to know, it says this in 2 Corinthians 6.14. It says, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers for what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness or what fellowship has light with darkness. In other words, it's saying, when you, if you're going to get married, they should be somebody that also is following Jesus. Okay? It says, don't be unequally yoked right? So both of you should be following Jesus. So my question to you is, if the goal is to get married, why would you start dating someone who's not that, if that's the goal? And how unfair of it is it for you to go, I'll only marry them if they're that, but they're not that right now? That's unfair to them. And I'll tell you the other thing that happens over and over again, and I've been doing this for a long time, so I I can speak from experience here. If you think that you're going to Start dating someone, and they're just gonna like, oh my goodness, your religion's so amazing. I just wanna join it. And you have this image in your mind of them just like, oh, and now all of this. And you've built all of these things up. You just need to know that statistics are against you. Statistically speaking, you're gonna go the route they're going right? It's like that that image, the social media post of, you know, we've all seen them where the fishermen catch something way too big, and what happens, right? It pulls them into the water, and we all laugh, (laughs) right? And fish wins. And so, like, you know, we laugh, right? But that's literally what happens, is you think, I got this, and you get yanked right in. And now you're in a road, you're in a relationship, you're doing things, you're talking about things, you're so far from God that you have lost whatever sense of purpose and identity you had in him. And so you've got to ask, are we both pursuing him? And it's got to be an agreement. Are we both pursuing him? Because it's unhealthy if one is and one isn't. And one of the questions you have to ask is, would that person be following Jesus if you weren't? And I think... Maybe one of the difficult questions to ask is, are you able to actually see who that person is now and realize that you're dating them right now? And what do I mean by that? Oftentimes, we will look at somebody and see what they could be or can be, which, guys, guess what? That's a good thing, right? The problem is we will go into a relationship with them because we see their potential. We see where they could get to, what they could become. Guys, you're not dating potential, right? You're dating where they're at right now. And so that's great that you see potential in that person. You're not dating that. You hope they get there, but that's not who you're dating. You're dating who they are right now. And so you got to ask, Right now, (laughs) Uh, where are they? Because that right now, because that's who I'm dating. Is it healthy? Uh, Are they pursuing him? uh, Or do they just say, oh, I'm a Christian? Um, And then I I would say this too. Don't let, because guys, love will catch you off guard. Some of you have been in love. Some of you are in love right now. It will catch you off guard. And I would say this. Don't let love, you hear it, don't let love make you blind, right? And what happens is this. Because I'm so just like into this person and in love with this person, I start to ignore these flares that are going off. You know, if you follow Jesus, one of the things that you'll ask is, God, make it clear, right? God, make it clear. And I always laugh at that request because we always want to say that, but we don't ever want to deal with the results of that, do we? Right? Like we say, God, oh, if it's, it's, if, if it's you, like you make it work, God. If it's not, you stop it. Stop it, and I will stop. Do you really believe you'll stop? No. You're, you're like, God, you stop it. I will. You just make it clear, right? But what happens is this. You're so far down the road. You're so far into this. And God is like, you've been praying for this. And God is literally like the dude on the boat just shooting up flares, showing you all these things about that person that you need to know, that you need to see, uh, moments they've been dishonest, that you're just like, oh, that was cute. No, they just lied to you. It's not cute they just lied to you. And God is up there like, well, what do I have to do? Uh, you know, it's like me. Oh, she cheated on me. She wants to, oh, it's okay. I just want to, I want to kick that 18 year old version of myself. I just want to kick him and be like, what are you doing? Right? But that's what happens. And God's like, he's shooting off flares. All these things that, that you need to see. And he's, and he's showing you. But because you're so into it, you're so like consumed with it becoming a reality that you don't even see it. You don't even see it. And so you've got to ask that question. The next thing is you have to be able to look at that individual as God's possession, not yours. Okay? That's huge. In a healthy dating relationship, you're treating the other person like they belong to God and not you. Okay? None of you like to hear that, because that's a bias that we all have. We want to control. We want things to work out in our favor, in our way, and all of that. And you want the person you're with, because you love them, you want them, honestly, if we're really honest, you want them to behave how you want them to behave. You want them to think how you want them to think. All those things, right? That is God's possession. It's not yours. That person. And, And so you have to treat them as such. Okay, So they are gods, and you need to help them embrace that as opposed to doing what you want them to do for your benefit. In fact, in Hebrews 10, 24, it says, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. Once again, it's this posture, it's this mindset of coming together and actually asking the question, how do I actually uh, encourage them, stir them up to become more than they are, to become all that God has for them? How do I do that? right? That's totally different than how do I get them to do and to be what I want them to be, okay? So once again, that's, that's, that's like, but that, ha- that needs to happen in like a dating, in the dating scene. It's like, how can I do this? How can I encourage uh, them? And I always ask this question, and it's always a tough one to, to think about, but someone else right now could be dating your future husband or your future wife. How are you hoping they treat them? Right, so so if you're in a relationship, (laughs) you're either dating your spouse or this is going to be weird, someone else's. Right, and 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 at the end of the day, you've got to ask, how am I honoring this person, whether God has them for me or not? How do I honor them? How are they going to be better as a result of dating me? And not how are they going to be more like what I want them to be. How are they going to be more like God's designed and created them to be as a result of them being with me, right? That's a huge question. And 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 guys, that's something that I think the only way we can fully grasp it is to understand and know that that if you're not with your future or current wife husband right now, someone else may be right now. And how are you hoping they treat them? You're hoping that they treat them like royalty, aren't you? That's what you're hoping. And you're hoping that what that you're like that it doesn't work out duh you know (laughs) like I want you know them to come into my arms you know and but anyway so that's something that we need to think about okay Um, and that brings me to my next point right of establishing physical boundaries okay now when I talk about establishing physical boundaries and I talk about this in a lot of different settings if you do not have a commonality of faith this is not going to be a good conversation because the only thing that would make you not want to have sex with someone is your relationship with Jesus. Right? By all accounts, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, why would you wait? Now, I could give you statistics on why, but overall, culturally, people would say, why? What's the point? Right? And so, one of the things that, that you've got to understand and know, and, and for those of you that are like exploring faith, and you're like, what is this about? If if God is love, God created love. If God created marriage, because remember, God created marriage. Like humans weren't like, oh my goodness, we should like totally do this thing. Like no, God created it, right? And if God's goal is you and me to be the fulfillment of everything that He has designed for us, and He created you, so He loves you. He he, he I mean, He's literally like, man, look at you. I did that, right? And and, and to think that in that design, maybe if 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 the role, if if the, if that's there, if you're supposed to get married, just the, this thought that He's created this other person right? And, and he's literally designed, he's like, oh my goodness, like, here we go. Look at this. And he knows what's going to be the fulfillment of that. And he says, the fulfillment of that is by you not doing this until then. Who am I then to go, oh no, you don't know. We'll know, right? It's a perspective thing. But I'm telling you right now, if someone doesn't have that common understanding, common belief, Why? And some of you are like, hey, I want to do this. And, and, and to be honest, like I remember I dated, uh, when I wasn't following Jesus, I dated this girl. And I mean, she could have told me anything, and I would have agreed. If she said, oh, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this I'd be like, okay, 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 sure. Was that a common, though, like conviction? No. It wasn't. And we didn't honor God. And so if you're going to do this, it's got to be both of you. Defining this is a priority, this is a purpose, this is the why, and this is where we stop. And you gotta agree to that point, okay? Now, the next question everybody asks me is, well, where's the line? Okay? If you're asking where is the line, you're missing the point. Just sit on that, okay? And as you sit on that, you're like, but seriously, like what what is the line? Do you know what the line is? Like where's the line? The line is any, is taking anybody else outside of God's design sexually for their life. That's the line. The line is anytime I physically or mentally go to a place sexually, God did not design me to go. That dishonors him. That's the line. So this line is not like this one size fits all, right? I know different people that are like this, this, this. That's not the point. That's not the point, to be honest with you. The point is um, you know you, and you need to be honest about that and they need to be honest, and you need to have agreed upon place and agreed upon like conviction, and that's how you need to start that relationship. And then I'll just say this lastly, in closing, because I've been talking for 43 minutes, right? Is this, group date, group date, okay? Now, I'm not saying only group date, okay? Steve said we can't only, we can't ever be alone. Like, no. Like, if you're never alone, you're never going to have some of the conversations you need to have. Because who wants to invite their friends into those conversations, right? Like, you're, like, pouring out your heart. And your best friend's like, dude, I was there. That's totally not what happened. You know? And you're like, ah! Get out! You know? Like, you're the worst wingman ever. You know? Like, get away, third wheel. You know? And, and, and so, like, no. I, I'm not saying that you're just, like, Oh, we're alone. He said, don't be alone. Like, what are we going to do? Like, ah, you know, like, no, that's not like, you need to have moments where you can be honest. They can be honest and they're not going to want to be honest with a bunch of your homies there. Like, right. (laughs) It's not how you like get somewhere. Okay. But here is what group dating does do. It allows you to see that other person in a different environment. There's so many people that are just so closed off when they get into a relationship, and what happens is they actually take on this identity that's very different than who they even are, but it's this relationship identity, it's an idol, honestly, and it becomes this different thing that isn't even who they really are, but the other person doesn't know it. How do they not know it? They're never around that person in a different environment than just them two. And maybe it's like two other people, but that person's very protective about that person believing certain things and not knowing certain things. And so group dating helps you to see them around their friends. What do they joke about? What do they laugh about? What are the things that are funny? What are the things they talk about? Like what are the, what are, what are the movies they like quote? Like all these things are little windows in pictures into who they are, honestly, right? And, 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 and so you got to pay attention to that, right? So you want to see them in their environment around their friends, and, and you want your friends to see them and see how you interact. Your friends are going to pick up on some things, okay? Now, here's the other challenge with this. As you think about bringing friends into your relationship and giving them a platform to speak truth into it, you've got to make sure they're the right ones speaking into the relationship, okay? Like, that is not... A place that you just throw anyone into because there's two there one is there's kinds of people that will only agree with you you guys and god bless them i got friends like that too if i literally called them and said hey i had an affair on Lindsay, like you know like what should i do they would totally say oh dude i'm so sorry just follow your heart man what is like your heart telling you to do you just do it i support you i'm behind you i don't need your support i need you to smack me I need you to fly up here, and I need you to pin me to the ground and beat me. That's what a real friend would do, right? (laughs) And, And say, you make this right. Do whatever you gotta do. It's gonna cost you your career. You get things right with her. You earn that back, right? That's a real friend. We all have friends that would just agree with whatever we want them to agree with. What do you think of that person? Oh, they're fantastic. They're perfect. Oh, are you happy? Yes, great. And that's it, that's it. And you're like, oh my gosh, my friend's love. Them. Like, we're good. Like, no, no, you're not good, right? You just affirmed, like, like you just have people affirm who, who honestly, they don't even care about you. They don't, like a real friend cares. A real friend will be honest with you. A real friend will say you shouldn't be with them and this is why, okay? And so you need to think about the friendships, the people, and maybe a mentor, that you need into your life in a dating scenario that will speak truth to you that have nothing to gain by whether you stay or not with the person, but they solely want you to be all that God's created and designed you to be. That's it. You need those people. You bring them into your life. And listen, for some of you who need to be that person to someone else, you need to start being that person. Like, you need to stop just agreeing. You need to stop just going, oh, it's great, you're happy, or they're happy. You need to step up and be honest with them because they deserve that. And you gotta ask, am I a real friend? Because a real friend would intervene, especially at this age, okay? And and so that's that's a very important and um, critical thing. And I would just say this. If your friends push back, and let's say they're friends that you respect and they push back, I wanna challenge you with this. Instead of getting mad, be curious. Hear me on that, okay? Because you're, and, and your natural instinct will be, I'm mad at you. Because if you're in love or you desire someone, you're going to want them to affirm that. If they don't, I want to challenge you against just mad, I don't like them, whatever, they've got this agenda. I want you to actually be curious, okay? I want you to ask, could I be curious and actually, you know, Am I open to what they have to say? Okay? That is the challenge there. All right? Now, lastly, pursue God's best for you, not your best for you. And whatever you need to do tonight in thinking about relationships, whether it's you, thinking about you, preparation for you, what that needs to look like, if you're in a relationship, what needs to happen what steps need to be uh, taken. Um, guys, make those things. Make those decisions now because here's the reality. Some of you come out of uh, divorced homes, broken homes, things like that. You've seen a lot of things in your friendships, your relationships with people, all of that. And guys, where did it start? It started in dating. So if you're like, oh, it's no big deal, it's a huge deal. It's a huge deal. Okay, so let's take this serious. And right now we're gonna go into this time of worship, then we'll have pizza. Guys, just process over what God's just stirring in you, okay?